Hi everyone, welcome back for another episode of Something About Our 20s. I'm your host, Makaya Davis, and today we're doing a wind down and reset into 2024. I have a special guest with me, Mari. Hi. <laughs> okay, so tell them your age, tell them a little bit about um, you. I'm 23, I'm a Pisces, um, and I am a hairstylist, been it for five years now. And what's the name of your business? My name of my business is Kai Hair Haven, but we rebranded into The Haven, home of versatility, because we do a little bit of any and everything. Yes, located in Cincinnati, Ohio, so make sure you book with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the new year just started. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling hopeful. I have to feel hopeful, because last year was a lot. Last year was a lot, and so I want to come in being very optimistic this year instead of just dwelling negativity, so I'm feeling hopeful right now. I think that I'm feeling hopeful as well, and I'm kind of like feeling a little peaceful, but also on the edge, because I just never know what to expect out of a new year. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm not ready. So... If we reflect back on 2023, what do you feel like is one mistake that you made in 2023 that you don't want to make again? It's just a lot to pinpoint on because I've made a lot of mistakes, but I don't know, like, I think one thing that probably stood out to me the most is just choosing myself um, because that's one thing that I never did. I always put people before me and what their needs are, and I lost myself doing that. So now... It's definitely just, like, an all-about-me type of situation this year. So how are you doing that? Like, what's one thing that you're doing? Setting boundaries. Girl, because why was I going to (laughs) say my biggest mistake was not having any? Yes. Like, so I go to therapy. Okay. How is that? It's good. Okay. I started two years ago um, after I graduated college. I feel like I experienced, like, a lot of changes when COVID hit. And then also I feel like I had post-grad depression as well. So I was like, let me talk it out. Why not try it? Um, And it's been helping. But whole time I thought I had boundaries, girl, then. And then. And then. So 2024, Makaya's got. Set them boundaries, babe. Set them boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely serious about that. So you talked about putting yourself first. So let's talk about our relationship with ourselves. Mm. What do you feel like you struggle with during adulthood that you're trying to change your outlook on? Um, being lonely. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> it. I'm nervous to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Cool. That's cool. So do you feel like loneliness comes from a standpoint of not having, like, a lover? Or is it, like, family-wise? Mm, okay, so my family is very big and they're very hands-on. But, you know, just being a middle child on both sides, I kind of just always gravitated towards myself, period. Mm-hmm. But now being an adult, it, it's so different. I was like trying to put it with having a relationship. And I think that's what I got like it confused with because it has nothing to do with having a partner. The feeling of loneliness comes just out of nowhere. Like I feel like it's just something that just creeps over your shoulder, like a dark cloud yeah. or something like that. And I don't know what to do to help it. Especially 
when you live by yourself. Like this That's is, what I was going to ask, yes. when you live by yourself. Okay. So I've been living by myself for almost three years now. So this is definitely, like, you feel it the most. I think that's one thing they did not tell you when you move out by yourself, that you're going to be staying with your thoughts every single day. And especially if you don't have those friends, if you don't have that family with you, it's like you have to deal with your own stuff. Like, you have to deal with your stuff. And I allowed last year... I experienced what it was like to be lonely. Like, it was it was terrible. I let my thoughts and things I was going through consume me. And that's when I really felt like, okay, it felt like I was lonely. And it, even though I knew I had people, I just, it didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. But now, I know I do. I wish that this is, was a warning sign before I moved in by myself. Like, I wish that was something that they had told me. Yeah, nobody talks about that because I don't live by myself mm-hmm. yet. So I still live at home, but I feel like the part of my loneliness comes from my relationship with my mom is kind of rocky right now. So not feeling like I have the person who I could always go to. Yes. Certain friendships just not going the way that I thought they would go. Then it makes you feel like I'm alone. But I feel mm-hmm. like there's two sides to it. Like, if you live by yourself... Loneliness is going to hit. It's going to catch up with you. Same yeah. thing. I mean, I feel the same way about my mom, too. Just, I just started talking to my mom. Just started getting close to my mom literally probably this year. Oh. And it's, and it's, I never have a relationship with her that I can just go and talk to her and just be open with her. And not because she didn't give me that space, because I just always thought, like, I could deal with my own shit by myself. But I would just be wishing, like, in those moments where I did feel alone, I wish I just would have went to her. Mm-hmm. Because she, that's what she's there for. Yeah, I think that if you have that type of relationship, that's really important. Because I think with my mom, that's the person who I call. Yeah. Like, if I need to talk about something, I need your advice. Yeah. So going from that and then going to, I don't like, we just not on good terms. Like, I don't even want to pick up the phone. Then it's like, um forced to deal with it on my own mm-hmm. but I see where you come from like you rather deal with it on your own first let's talk about how mentally loneliness affects us what were you doing when you were feeling so lonely living by yourself like what did you do to help with that um so I got into a meditation you Medi- just doesn't help for real I, I hear people talking about that but I'll be feeling like they just be saying meditation it. helps meditation allows you to sit with your feelings a meditation really does allow you to sit with your feelings and allows you to feel them without reacting on them negatively or in any other way so that helped me like even if it's just for five minutes I swear that's one thing that I really rely on it's like okay I'm feeling this way and I'm about to go and sit and just, and it's kind of like going into prayer mm-hmm. in a sense, but in that way you just allow yourself, to, you allow your whole body to feel what it needs to. What's what's Girl, the one thing? I'm sitting here trying to think. Uh, what's one thing? I feel like to help with my loneliness, I did more of the things that I love to do. Like I love to go sit at the park. Yes. I don't care if it's snow outside. That's I will drive same. to that I park love the nature. and I will sit there <laughs> with my journal and I will be in that car with the heat on, just writing. <laughs> <laughs> I think going to like different places and just sitting in like little coffee shops, mm-hmm. sitting there and just. If we're talking about that, then going out to eat is my favorite thing to do. I love to go out to eat. One thing I'm gonna do is is get up and go out to eat. I am. That's and I'm gonna spin the tab every single time. Every single time. I don't care (laughs) who's staring at me sitting by myself. Makaya will be there. 
Okay, and I'm just going to keep going. Keep going. That's one Another thing I want. <laughs> Thank you. I don't care. I'm going to do that because that makes me feel better. Yeah, that's one of the things I do enjoy. I love solo dates. And that definitely fills a void of being lonely, though. Mm-hmm. It does. And I feel like... There's this misconception that solo days make you feel more lonely, but it no. doesn't. No, you have to know what you're doing. You have to know what those small things are in those solo days. Like, they have to be intentional. Yeah. And that's one thing. Like, they have to be actually fulfilling to you and not just going out and doing something that's just, like, not even you. Like, it has to literally cater to your spirit and to your soul. Like Exactly. So, no. And in order to do that, you have to learn yourself. Exactly. And that's a process, too. So let's talk about bad behaviors. Oh, Lord. Bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Different things we're trying to unlearn. Yes. Um, we talked about trying to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And at some point, there's a thing where we sometimes, yes, let's take a sip. Because I'm getting nervous <laughs> about this one, but it's okay. It's okay. So, sometimes... We love ourselves through a partner. Mm. Sometimes we love ourselves through an attachment or I don't know, whatever it could be. So let's talk about your experience and mine too with like some of our bad behaviors. What would you say is one for you? Trying to love myself through men. Let's talk about it. Okay, so my thing is seeking validation from them. I wasn't loving myself the way that I see them doing it for me. Them small things or what they was telling me, it's like I was clinging on to that. And then when I stopped talking to them, it felt like more of me was getting stripped away because I wasn't like that fully confident within myself to love myself the way that I thought they was loving me. I think that's just what women, period. Though. I think women, we really like, we find somebody and, you know, we think it's all good, but we don't even realize like we're actually seeking validation through them. And we tend to keep situations around just because of that. We're going to keep repeating the same patterns, repeating the same pain, repeating the same love, same, repeating time. the same relationships, the same people. Yes. And we don't even realize that it's like, the common denominator is us. Like, what we want to actually feel is the love for ourselves. And you never want to hit a low just because that person is no longer there. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I fear. And I think that's something that comes with heartbreak, too. But when did you realize that you were doing that? Like, you were loving yourself through... Um. Okay, so I met a guy, um, and... It took for him to, like, he was the first person that ever called me out on my bullshit. Mm. We hate that. I hate that. We hate that. And I used to, and, I, and I'm not going to say I used to, but I did view it negatively because I'm used to, like, okay, he's not putting up with my toxic, petty-ass shit that mm. I'm used to doing. He was a little mature. Yeah, and he's like, that shit's not cute. What are, what are you doing? And he just, like, I just felt like he seen me. Like, I felt like he was, like, seeing through it and he just actually seen me. And it took for like me to be in that situation to what my behaviors, what I thought was normal for me to see how it negatively like impacted him. So and it took me to take a step back and be like, okay, hold on more. Like you need to change. I'm not going to say 
that I was loving myself through him, but I'm going to say, like, he definitely was helping me love myself more. And he sounds like a good guy. He's a great guy. I'm not going to lie. He's a great guy, but I just think I would have did more harm than good. To him. To him, because I didn't realize that I was spiraling out of a place of brokenness. Mm -hmm. And it took for, like, him to come to my life for me to realize that. So I know if we would have kept going, it would have... It would have t- I would have tainted it. I would have self-sabotaged it because wasn't ready I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, like I have to actually deal with my shit. And like, you know, like it's not put that on him and try to do that through him. Because when we did stop talking, it did feel like it was just stripped away. And it felt like I didn't have that chance to get to know myself anymore. But I'm just like, okay, that's not his responsibility to do that. Like, it's my responsibility every day to commit to myself and show up as the best version of myself every single day. Because I am growing to be a more beautiful version of myself. Now it's time to grow in your own solitude. I'm always used to being with a partner. But now I'm like, I'm okay with being alone right now. I'm okay with it. Like, truly. Truly. Like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But how do you feel? Like, do you ever feel like you've been in that situation? I definitely feel like I've been in situations where I was called out on, like, certain behaviors that I was having in a relationship or the way I was acting. It was just like, you have to, it was really more so you have to grow up, Makaya. Like, <laughs> no, it's nothing wrong with that because we are, sometimes we are stuck in our childish no, ass minds. No, for real. Like, I just, when I think about it, I'm like, girl, you just was doing the most for nothing. You just needed to grow up. Mm-hmm. Like, really. And... <laughs> <laughs> they say it in the way where it felt me like they and you took offense me. to it you took offense to it yes and i think it's all about the delivery how he delivered it to me it was very gentle and it was very like just caring it wasn't because he was trying to attack me okay so you talked about loving yourself through men and i feel like my other side to that i think that in relationships I just was tolerating a lot of stuff where it was like, you love yourself more than what you're tolerating, which I think is a lot of things, like, oftentimes we do that just because of attachment, because Mm -hmm. we care about the person, and it's like, okay, maybe they could change. But that's just the idea of, like, us women, we concoct this idea in our head of what we think a man can be, and we hold on to that, and what, honestly, what the man is showing you right in front of you is the man that that's who he is. I know. And we have to stop. We have to learn that. It's basically being delusional. It is. And they say leave after the first red flag. <laughs> let's just be honest. Because <laughs> let's just be honest. Like, our red flags can be a lot. It can be. So. I just think our red flags be our flaws. But you have to know what you're willing to put up with and what you're not. Yeah. Like, it's only so much. Now, I'm not yeah. saying I let somebody just walk all over me. No. But after the first red flag, to so the girls that do that, help me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me know how you do that. The first red flag. Because... Because it's easy. I think it's because of the situation they've already been in in the past. And mm-hmm. it's like, when they notice the same patterns, they'd be like, yeah, no. I don't care if if you are a different person, if you do wear different clothes, if you do have a different job. It's the same. It's the same result yes. every single time. So it is. I'm okay. Yeah, no. I feel like if you give me any any signal that you acting like somebody who I was with and I did not like that, oh, trust. You gotta go. Trust we not working out. <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to go immediately. So we know that healing healing isn't linear and it mm-hmm. takes time. Do you ever feel hesitant to share the things that you're healing from with your partner? Um, yes, because I'm not going to say necessarily with my partner because I don't even speak up when I did have a partner. I've had two boyfriends in my lifetime. And was the one boyfriend the one who pointed out? No, he was somebody that I just like recently just starting to get to know a couple months ago. So, no, but I'm not going to necessarily say that, but I do have a problem like speaking up just to my friends or family just about things that I need to deal with and I do and it's, it comes from like merely just me basically being judged for example I did express to one of my friends one of my best friends and I didn't know that I was taking it such negatively because I know she was speaking from a place of love but at that moment I could not see that so when I was telling her explaining her about the situation it it did feel like she was judging me but I knew she was just trying to tell me the truth and try to just give me the best advice that she could in the situation and so it took me a couple days to like really like sit with it and like process like what she had said to me and I had to come back and apologize and be like sorry because I was getting distant like when I feel like I'm getting judged I initially always get distant that's me distance is my response to a lot of everything stuff. like if you're if you're acting weird or anything distant like it's just the thing that I do but also when I'm going through things I get distant people yeah. don't hear from me I'm somewhere in my own shell just trying to think through it myself trying to deal with it yeah and yeah. then I express it like a few days later and I really had to just tell the people in my life like that's just something that I do that's the same way I am I don't like speaking like because I'm just like a person like if we're gonna if I'm going through something I don't want even want to like tell anybody about it because it's like I'm solution based so it's like mm-hmm. I, it's like me telling you and I don't want to sit here and dwell on it. I don't want to sit here and have a pity party. Like, I just want to deal with it and then, like, come to you and tell you about, like, girl, why, do, why I just went through this? Yeah. Like, and it's like, why did I know that? Girl, oh, me, I'm sitting somewhere dwelling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhere dwelling I on give it. myself three days max. Like, in each day. Like each day is, it feels like I'm grieving. Like, I take like I a go week. Th- I go through every stage because mm-hmm. I can't. Like I don't like sitting with the feeling. Anger, cry. Yes, it's, it's like I'm. You know what? I'm, I'm done. Yes. Like I'm done. Like I can't. I don't like that because it's just like sitting with that feeling. It's, it's heavy and it becomes a burden on it you. It is. And I don't like that feeling. Like no. I need to be able to get up and move on. And no matter what the situation is, it's like. I don't want it to hold me down for nothing. That's something that I need to learn because I feel like when things happen in my life, I just be like, oh my God, I dwell <laughs> on it. And I'm somewhere just in my feelings. And like a thing that I'm trying to learn is if I can't control it, let's let's move forward mm-hmm. because I'm over here stressing myself out and sad. And it's like, what can I do? But nothing. don't get me wrong because we're going to have days where we progress and we have days where we regress. Exactly. And so it's like, it's, it may feel like, Right now, you'd be like, okay, I'm okay. And next, you know, out of nowhere, you're thinking about it, and it hits you out of nowhere. Exactly. That's that's how healing works. I feel like you're never going to be fully healed from certain things. There's things in my life mm-hmm. that I don't feel like I'm ever going to be fully he- healed from. And I think when I was younger, I thought that I didn't understand the process of healing. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like people talked about that until now, like in our adulthood, what healing is really about and how you really have to do the work to try to make some type of progress. But yeah. any 
any trigger can happen. Like, it could be something small, and now you back sad. And that's where healthy coping me- mechanisms come exactly. in. Because, babe, how I used to make, how I used to cope, I wouldn't be sitting right here. I'm Stop! Just, what you I'm used just to saying. do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I used to just take the any any route that would give me that quick, like, relief. Okay. Because it's just like I didn't want to sit with that. I didn't know how to deal with that. I didn't know how to sit with those emotions. Like drinking, smoking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like just anything that would allow me to just not be in that moment. I would take it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people do that. Like when I, mm, never mind. <laughs> I, say, I think a lot of people do things to distract themselves from doing the real work. Like I feel like yeah, that's true. If you're always, if you always have to be on the move, or you always have to be outside every single day Mm -hmm. or like you're running from something you're running from something it's a sign you're running from something that's exactly what it is yeah so do you think your outlook or what you like in the guy has changed since you absolutely came into adulthood absolutely what you like I mean, what I like now, I'm not going to say what I like now because, I mean, I feel like I, any situation I took away, like, something positive from it. That's just how I am. I look at the beauty of everything. So, I mean, now I know what I need to fully, like, love me. And I need romance. Yes. I need expressiveness. I need communication. I need honesty. I need you to be vulnerable. I need you to be true to who you are. I, that's the type of person I need. I need a person who takes effort, who is confident mm-hmm. within themselves. Because I don't want to come to my life and try to heal them either. No, I don't. I don't have. I don't want to have that burden. I don't have it in me. I I don't. I don't no. have the energy to give. It's just like because I'm. I know I'm at the take and do the work. So the person I meet, I want them to kind of meet me on the same level. I don't want to have to figure out your childhood traumas yes. and what. Like that's that takes for you. Like you people use that as an excuse, but it takes for you to deal with that on your own. Like exactly. it doesn't take for me to come to your life. Like don't get me wrong. I do feel like. A partner or somebody can definitely help you by the way that they love you. They can make you be like, okay, I want to be a better person for for this person because of how they're loving me. Like, I deserve to show up yeah. on, on that level. But I just don't. It's, I not, don't, my responsibility. it's not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility not. to, like, guide you. It's not my responsibility to stay mm-hmm. while you figure it out. But even while I'm staying, you still are doing things that I don't like. Like, that's not my responsibility. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes a lot of men do that manipulation thing. Like, wow, you gonna leave me while I'm trying to work on it. Like, we work Absolutely. On, oh, trust, I'm leaving. I'm gone. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sitting here so you can continue to do the same thing and for what? And don't get me wrong, I feel like you just have to know who is worth, like I said, staying for. Worth staying for. Yeah. Because you have to know who to give grace to, but you have to also know, like, it's not just bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And not wasting your time and just because a person just don't know how to deal with their own things. Like, I definitely think Sometimes it is worth staying and allowing that person to go through the things because they will show for you in the same way. But you have to know for sure if you will be in that same predicament that they will show up for you in the same way. And you don't really know until the time comes for somebody you don't to show know. up. Because people show their real true colors in certain situations. But I definitely feel you on the romance effort. I think that one thing I've noticed that I definitely need is emotional intelligence. Yes, like, immediately. Come on. I can't be... 
we can't have surface level conversations around here. Yes, because I like to dig deep. Yeah, I don't know how to like. I feel like surface level is just small talk. That mental and emotional stimulation for me gets me going every single time because it does. I'm like. Yes, immediately. I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm liking you. That right there? Okay. Okay, maybe we could work. Maybe we do have a future. Something. <laughs> now I'm planning it out. I'm, I like that, though. Yeah, I do, too. I love that. That's something that I definitely need. Where would you say your dating life is right now? At a standstill. Yeah. It's at a standstill only because, not only because I can't date, but it's just like, I just, I'm just choosing not to. I mean, I, all last year in the summer, I was dating. I mean, it wasn't necessarily dating because I feel like dating is like you kind of benefiting from who the person is and what they can bring to your life and what the attributes are. But I just felt like I was just entertaining bullshit last year. So this year, I'm just like, I'm not about to put my energy into that. Like, I'd rather really, like, fill my time with things that just caters to me. So this year is not a... I don't, I'm not dating. I'm, it's so, solo dates. So if somebody tried to approach you, you'd be like, I'm not dating right now. Yeah, I mean, but if you like to pay for my meal, I mean, you are more than welcome. <laughs> more than, than down. More than welcome. But anything else, it's like, it's not going to go nothing be, beyond here. You know you cannot have my number. No, you cannot get to know me because it's not, that's just not the space I'm in. I don't have the mental capacity for anybody else but myself right now. And I love how you're standing strong on your boundaries. You really I'm are trying. doing it. Talking, you doing it. I'm trying, girl. It's I, not easy. Yeah, it's not. I would say my dating life right now, child. Okay, so I, I re, uh, <laughs> a while ago I was in a relationship, so I feel like mm-hmm. get it out. Because what is it? What is it? I, I, I want to know. I don't think that I'm in a place where I'm ready to be in a relationship again. Okay. Um, I am open to dating, mm-hmm. but... Say I, it with confidence, because <laughs> don't say it if you I don't am, mean it. I am open to dating, but dating, like, I've tried, and I'm just like... It's not the same. It's just like, uh It's not the same. Yeah. It's not feel the same. I don't feel like... They put in the same effort. It's it's not the same. It's very materialistic in what you can do for the other person. It really is. It's not it, organic. It is. So I feel like if I come across someone who I naturally gravitate to, then okay, I'm with it. Then maybe it's meant to be. Give it a chance. Yeah, give it a chance. See if that works for you. Yes, exactly. One thing I want us to touch on is relearning our faith mm-hmm. as an adult. Um, I would say right now it's been a struggle for me. Okay, why? Because, so I was raised in the church. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I was at church. Um, It was a thing. And then when I got to college, didn't go as much unless when I came home. Now, since I moved back home, the church that I was going to, I was just like, Mm, the character traits of my pastor are just not aligning with what I thought. I'm just noticing different things. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. And now I have to find another church. And finding a new church home is a lot. Like it committing lot. yourself and dedicating your time to a different church, you have to really be confident in what yeah. they stand for and what they preach and what they practice and the people. Heck yeah. But... I'm open to it because I really need that. Like it's it's been a part of my routine since I was growing up. Yeah, and it's not something that I can live without at all. Like I want to strengthen my relationship with God, 
And I think that's important for me. It is very important. It's important for me, too. Um, Just like, you know, our grandparents are always the center of just family. So, like, when mine's daughter, it definitely, like, took away from that. Um, You know, because they were very, my family, my mom's side is very big on God. So, it, it, we have the extremists, and then we have the minimalists. And mm-hmm. my grandma was kind of like one of those minimalists, but she really believed in God. But she believed, like, you know, just and doing things in a way that that fits for you but also trusting in him so it's like we went to church we went to bible study we went to choir she put us in choir oh Every, girl you were singing girl singing that's how <laughs> i can sing now but i mean i mean that's girl, I was crazy <laughs> And I can't dance not one I, day. I wanted to try. I wanted to do that so bad, but it's funny. But that's exactly how she like. That's how we came up. So it's like you know when they when they passed away, and then you know we moved and stuff. It it did become harder. Like you know, and you being by yourself, it became harder trying to find like what you actually believe in because yes. it's kind of already still in you when you're a child. Exactly. And one thing that I wish that was done, like for me and my household. Like, my religion was apostolic faith. Okay. So, that's under Christianity branch. But I wish that I was exposed to, okay, why are we apostolic and why are we not Baptist? Mm -hmm. Or why are we apostolic and why are we not Muslim? Like, what are the differences? What does each religion mean? And I feel like I wasn't taught that. I was just thrown into one specific religion. I was just learning about, um, like, being Muslim. Their background and stuff—it's something like okay, I can resonate with. I can, I can get with. I feel like you have to find what works for you. Like mm-hmm. which religion aligns with your faith or what you believe in. Like it's really up to you. Um, I kind of hate when people be like, "Oh, you practice that." Like I don't like that. It's to no, each to each his own. Yeah, each his own. Exactly. What works for you? What works for you? So, what would you say is one thing that you're doing to try to relearn your faith or work on that? And it's um. That? So I bought this. This book and it's called you're gonna make it okay from, it's from target and when i say every day and it's funny how you like you come across things that actually like hit home for you mm-hmm. like whether it's a song or a podcast or just a video like or a book one like sh- this is a 50 day devotion thing i'm gonna have to get that and I need it's something to so say good to. and it's specifically for women and every single day has been like it hits home and it hits right on the nail of the things I've been going through. And so that way I feel like I've been getting closer to him. I mean, every morning and every night I do pray mm-hmm, and same. I write to him and being grateful and expressing gratitude. Like I literally, when I'm waking up, I literally, the first thing that popped into my mind is like, thank you God for waking me up today. Thank you for the gift of today. Like that's something I always start saying because it is a blessing to be here. It and that's something we always, I feel like we stress over this very, 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 very small things. But what matters is, is just being able to be right now, right here, because we could not have woken up. We could not. It's so many things that could have happened. And just being able to write to him and pray to him at any given moment and just doing my devotions. Like, there, there are small passages of just stuff that when you want to kind of grow back into your faith and mm-hmm. unblock your heart and kind of start healing, I really, really encourage every woman to go out and get that book. It's so nice. I think that that's one of the first steps that people should do is get in one of those books because 
I think that I've been writing and stuff, but it hasn't yeah. been like a devotion book. And I think that would help guide what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I don't have a church home right now either. I've been church hopping, trying to find a church home to see what, like, what feels good to mm-hmm. me. That's hard too. But I think that it's a process. It is a process. So look at us. Look at us. Look at us, girl. <laughs> okay. So I want to end off with a few little questions. Okay. What's one thing you hate about adulthood? The responsibilities. Yeah. I am not built to be a hustler. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> I'm not built to be. I, I, I really, I desire stability and consistency. Me too. I'm not built to survive, even though that God built us to get through anything and everything. I don't want to do that. I cannot stand that Mm-mm. stuff. I'm uh, I'm not the strongest soldier. I I'm need, not trying to do that. I don't want to have easy way 15 out. jobs. And I don't want to have to do all of that. Like, I, I don't. I don't like it. But I, I am grateful, though. I am grateful for the things I do get to experience. So I can't take that away from being an adult because as being a child, you don't really have that freedom. But I do kind of just love having my freedom doing what I want to do. I do, too. I just tell my mom, like, I'm coming back to Florida. Natural moving. I need to move back home. I need to start over. I need to redo. I did not know this is what comes with being an adult. It's too much. It's overwhelming and it's stressful. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. No, I'm rather go back out. to 15. Yes. Maybe not 15, maybe 17. <laughs> maybe 17. But life was sweet. So what's one thing that you want for your future self? Um, I just want me to be able to just be able to be see things through mm-hmm. i tend to quit when things get rough or when i feel like things are not as easy f- for me i just want to be able to see things through whether no matter where it takes me i need i need to see it through because i'm not a consistent don't person. give up when there is a hurdle i'm just like yeah i'm done mm. i'm done i'm on to the next thing and it's like i know he gotta be like Dang, like, are you being up that easy? That's not. That's so funny that that's you That's not what you're built for. Because when it's, like, a hurdle for me, I be like, oh, my God, like, maybe this is a sign. Just yes. taking it all different types of ways. Like, um, no, maybe it's building a little character. But I don't see it that way either. So I feel you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to see the beauty of it every time. I'm trying to take away something positive instead of something negative. And I'm just trying to be able to really sit with not things being perfect and how I want them to plan out to be. So that's just one thing I'm like, okay, be committed and, you know, consistency gets you through a lot and just allow yourself to see and enjoy the process of things. And that's one thing that's like really like important to me this year. I think that if you do stay consistent, like, you will see so many different things fall into place. I'm ready to. You just have to reaffirm yourself in those Mm -hmm. moments um, like that. But I get the feeling of, like, wanting to give up because things be hard, girl. Things be hard. And if I had to pick and choose, I'm going to choose the easiest shit that's not making me feel like this. Of course. We all do. (laughs) (laughs) I think one thing that I want for my future self Hmm, I would say growth for sure. Like by the end of 2024, I need to see growth in like a lot of areas in my life. I want it to be career wise. I want it to be podcast, inner self, like things that I'm healing from. I just want to see growth in those areas because I don't want to be in the same position again. I mean, well, what's one thing that you feel like that's like you could do to like be attribute of your growth, of your own growth? 
Mm, I think that like knowing the things that I need to do, unlearning bad behaviors, setting mm-hmm. those boundaries. Um, I think just having the right people in my life, like yeah. letting letting that be revealed to me and being okay with it. I also feel like I need to work on letting go, um, detachment, like just all of those things. Yeah, and sometimes I get in my head feeling like, Mm-mm, I don't know about being this. Being consumed Overthinking. by your own thoughts. Yes, yes exactly. having self-doubt, like... Let's let's throw that away. Yeah. Give me one word to describe your twenties. Resilience. Okay, one word to describe my twenties. Right now. Don't think too hard on it. Girl, that. roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah. Okay. But why do you say roller coaster? Because I feel like it's just so many ups and downs. Like yeah. my twenties aren't horrible. There are good moments, and there are just some moments where I'm like, what is going on? Same. I be feeling the same way, and I be like, you know what? I'm just going to take it with a grain of salt and keep going. I know. That's all we can do is just keep going. There is We can't keep sitting and dwelling on things and allow things to push us away from things that we're actually supposed to be on a path on. That is one thing. That's why I'm just like, yeah, this time, this year, I'm going to persevere. I don't care what it is. Okay, and we I'm know. persevering, <laughs> babe. I don't care who is behind me and what happened. That has nothing to do with me anymore. Yes, and we will. I think that we know what we need to do. We just need so to do we just it. Need to do it. <laughs> we just need to do it. We just need to do it. 2024, we're going to do it. Absolutely. There's nothing but change and nothing but prosperity from this. I love talking to you. This is so good. Too. I'm so happy you came on. And thank you for being open. Thank you. I love it. No, I thank you. Yes. Just for giving me the space to be vulnerable and to express these things like this. I know for you, God's going to continue to bless you. And you're going to continue too, to just blossom. And you just gave them, like, you're giving people really a chance to just speak up and allow themselves to just be freely them. And I love that. And I'm so happy to be here. I was nervous at first. I'm so happy you just made me comfortable. And I just cannot wait to see you just truly bask in your gift with with what he's given you and just truly see you grow like, I'm excited. I'm excited to come Thank back you, on. Girl. I don't care if it's if it just by myself again. <laughs> I'm excited. We can do part two. We can do part two. I hope so. I'm no, excited. I loved it. Thank you so I mean, much. And I'm welcome. looking forward to everything 2024 has in store for you. You have such a great energy. So Thank happy you. we did this. And that's a wrap. Yay! Yay!